I am so happy that you're able to join us for this extended interview. Make sure to visit theoffbeatlife.com. Again, that's theoffbeatlife.com to get more killer resources. Hey everyone, thank you so much for joining us for this extended interview with Julia where she's going to share how to create an online business with music. Hey Julia, how are you? Hey there, thank you so much for having me. Thank you for being here. So before we get to your incredible tips and tricks, can you tell us a little bit more about you and why you live an offbeat life? So I'm Julia, I'm a violin teacher. I teach violin to adults on the internet. And I live an upbeat lifestyle because I, I love creating and I love adventure. That is awesome. And of course, make sure to go to theoffbeatlife.com where you can see and hear all of Julia's stories about her entrepreneurial lifestyle as a musician. So let's dig deep into how you were able to create an online business with music, Julia. Can you tell us the first thing that you were able to do in order to realize this goal that you had as a musician and to do this on the road? Okay, so practically the first thing that I did was actually starting an offline school and getting experience with teaching people. After that, to start building my online business, the first thing I did was starting a YouTube channel. Now, being a creator, especially as a musician, YouTube and having content, obviously, online is really crucial. What would be the best thing that someone can do in order to market their content online? Well, I'm a really big fan of just simple old search engine optimization. So just looking which keywords get searched for in the YouTube algorithm, which will be the same as that are searched in the Google algorithm, and then optimizing your video content to that. How are you able to get SEO for YouTube? Is there any special apps or tools that you use for that? No, it's just a regular keywords, the keywords tools that you can use for Google as well. And there's so many of them. So if you just Google SEO or keyword research, you will find everything you need. That is awesome. I mean, that's a really great strategy to do, especially if you are trying to find different topics for your videos. And also if you have a blog, that's a great way to do it as well. Now, besides YouTube and content marketing what other strategies have you used in order to market your business online what i think what i didn't do but what i wished i did from the very start and what i recommend anybody that is listening right now that wants to do anything that is remotely similar to this is to first check out the people that are successful in your industry and see what they are doing because i think that will tell you exactly what you need to do as well So if they are publishing regular videos, probably you need to be doing that too. So I think, yeah, that is like the main thing I recommend anybody to do. Yeah, you definitely don't need to reinvent the wheel. If somebody has cracked the code, make sure you're doing that as well. And you can also do your own twist 
to those different strategies and build up on it. And that's how you're going to learn what works for you as well. Yes. And I feel like this is especially really important being an artist because I know a lot of artists and musicians and we tend to be of the creative type, right? So we think like, oh no, I want to do something different. I want to create something (laughs) new, a new kind of music style, a new kind of art. But Normally, that what is when working for other people is probably a really good strategy to get started with. And then you can always start to create your own art after you've already built up a following. Do you have any other strategies that helped you build an audience? Mm, actually, YouTube has been like the number one strategy for me. And I first, I thought I needed to do everything. I thought, oh, I also needed to do Instagram. So I started an Instagram account and I did Pinterest and I just did everything in the beginning. And actually, the longer I am in business, the more I realized that you, you don't need to do everything. If you have one platform or one kind of strategy that is really working for you, it makes much more sense to build on that and to do that even more. So at some point, I actually decided to not do all the other things and just focus on what was working for me, which is YouTube. So that has been the one and I would say the only way and SEO combined with Google search as well a little bit. um, That has been the only way I've been building my audience. Next to that, I did some Instagram, some Facebook, but I would say that was not significant in my business success. If I would have not done that, I think I would still have the same kind of success with the business. It's really true, especially with your business, Julia, because people are very visual when it comes to what you're doing as an online entrepreneur in music, especially Mm -hmm. if they want to learn how to do tutorials. Video is really crucial to that. So also finding the platform that could work well for you. For Julia, for example, YouTube has been the one that has worked for her and for other people it could be Facebook or Instagram and you're right it doesn't have to be everything you don't need to be an expert on every single platform if you can find the right one I think that's the thing that's really important find the right one where your audience is going to be at I think is more important Yes, and I I would like to make it even stronger than that. I would say you should not do do the other platforms if one platform is really working well for you because there is such a thing as opportunity costs, especially if we just get started as an entrepreneur, we are normally on our own or this was my situation. I wasn't super rich or something like that, so I couldn't afford somebody to help me when I just got started. So we just have limited amount of time in our day. And on the moment we spend it everywhere, we don't double down on one thing. We don't do anything right. So it is much better to do one thing really, really well than to to do a lot of things a little bit. So I, I definitely would take that into account because so often we only think about what we can gain from something, but we don't think about the opportunity costs of doing something. And sometimes they are too high to do something. Absolutely. Especially when you're a one woman, one man show, you can't do and be everything for everyone. So that's really important to know. Yeah. And you have to think about where your audience is as well. Because for instance, my audience, since I run a violin school for adults, my audience is not that much on Instagram because most 
and you most Instagram people are women and they are under 30, I believe. I am not sure because I don't know a lot about it. But <laughs> you need to think about where your audience actually hangs out. And if your audience is adults, probably you would be much more well off doing Google or doing YouTube content because this is where, or Facebook, because this is where many more adults hang out. Absolutely. So the main thing is just finding where your audience is at. And that's definitely a lot of experimenting and also just finding them. Now, is there one thing that you've been able to learn in order to figure out where your audience is? Or was it just a lot of experimenting? It was a lot of experimenting, I would say. But I think I already had a feeling that my audience will be on YouTube because I have seen a lot of other music schools that were big on YouTube. So normally you will just figure out by seeing other people in your niche, where are they and where do they get most success? And on those platforms, probably they are right platforms for your business as well. And then I think it makes really much sense to start with the most the, the platform that will both create the biggest relationship with your audience, because some platforms really create more relationships than others. For instance, on Instagram, I think you create, it is of course possible to create a relationship, but on YouTube, you have longer videos or when you write articles. So it is a little bit easier to create a relationships and then first really work on that and do that well, because it takes a lot of time to grow on one platform. And yeah, so Definitely take your time to learn it and to do it well. And if it is working on one platform, you can always move to the next. Absolutely. And like you said in the beginning, just looking at your competition, where they are, should be able to show you where your audience will be as well. So that's really crucial. Yeah. Now let's talk about launching new products, because that's one of the main things that you've been able to do in order to create income besides teaching music online, what has been the most helpful thing that you can give us, tips that you can give us on how to launch a product online? First of all, you need to do research before you actually start building the product. So what I did before I started to launch my first product was actually market research. I did a lot of surveys and I was looking for a need in the market. And there's a lot of tactics that you can use for that. I actually really liked just asking them. So just writing a survey to them, asking what is the number one single biggest problem you have when it comes to learning the violin. And then just analyzing these results and seeing where do most people struggle with. And that is what I created my first course about. So I I didn't create it out of the blue. Yeah, I mean, there's really no such thing. I mean, if you do that, then you don't know if your audience will want it. So that could be a huge mistake that will cost you not only money, but also your time, which is really precious to all of us, especially if you're just starting out and you can't afford help yet. Yes, so definitely that would be my first step. And maybe the step before that is building an audience, right? Because this is only possible if you build an audience. But still, I think you need to do that anyway. Before you launch your product, it is very hard to sell products if you don't have an audience on the internet. So then after you've done that, to launch, there's so many ways to launch. And I tend to really stress out about this because I always feel like, 
now I need to have the perfect launch strategy. And I have to say, this is not my strong point. I'm not the best salesperson. I'm like really passionate about my work. And I think I'm a really good teacher. So I work really, really well with my students, but I find it really hard to sell myself. I'm not the natural salesperson. So I used to really, really stress out about this and feel like, oh, now I need the perfect strategy and I don't know what to do. And do I need to do a challenge or a webinar launch or just email marketing? Or should I do Facebook ads or not? Oh, and it can be so stressful. And especially if you try to replicate the launches of the big people out there because they have such a big team to do the launch (laughs) and you can't do that anyway. So you will do a bad launch anyway if you compare yourself to those people. So the most, most important tip I can give is just to do something and to also, if you feel like maybe it's not good enough, just to do something because that is the first step to not think for months about your strategy, but give yourself a time limit. I can think about it maybe for a few weeks, at most three weeks, and then I have to launch it because you're, the only way you're going to learn to launch is actually to launch. <laughs> so the first launch that I did was doing webinars. And that was really exciting. And it worked really well as well. So I do really, I am really a fan of live, live launching where you actually get in contact, especially if you are a small business owner, because that is your benefit, the benefit that you have and your advantage over your competition. Because we, as we, if we are still small, we are able to address people one-to-one. We are able to answer their direct questions in the chat or wherever you are launching. So I think we need to make use of that if you have a small business that you will actually give that one-to-one attention while you still can do it. Because if you get larger, you can't do that anymore. And yeah. And that also builds trust from your audience that they will yeah. then purchase the products that you are launching. So that's a really great tip for us. (laughs) And this is also a way to share your audience that you actually care about them, that you are not like this one big machine. That is just, I think that is really important to, to keep that in mind at all times. When you have a business, when you're launching, when you're selling, that this person is just a person, you know, your customers are not some numbers and (laughs) 10 figures or something like that. So we talk about it in the business world so often like 10 figure lounge, 100 signups, but these 100 signups are real people. So you have to keep them in mind all the time and think, how can I help these people? And I think if that is your main concern, how can I help them? Then you will sell and you will find customers. Absolutely. And that makes you an even better business person in the long run. And you also know what their needs or wants are when you really listen to them. Thank you so much, Julia, for joining us today for this extended interview. If our listeners want to know more about you, where can they find you? They can find me on violinspiration.com or juliasviolinacademy.com. Perfect. Thank you so much. I really appreciate you being here. Thank you so much for having me. I hope you enjoyed this extended interview with Julia. Make sure to visit theoffbeatlife.com. Again, that's theoffbeatlife.com to get the full interview with Julia where she shares how to create income as an online music teacher. Thanks for joining me on this extended interview. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review on iTunes. We can also chat some more on Facebook at The OB Live. I'll talk to you soon.